Well, hello. I hope everybody's doing well. It has been a long time, very long time since I have done a podcast, um, but I'm trying to get back at it. I'm going to try and be recording a new one um, at least every other week. Hopefully I can get back to a point of doing it every week. Um, I'm going to do a disclaimer if you don't know me. Uh, my name is Erin. I owned a CrossFit gym for seven years. Um, we closed down beginning of February 2020. Um, I am a mom of two. Um, I have a three-year-old and a 10-month-old, so if you hear any noises in the background, it's probably them. I also have two dogs, so you might hear them as well, but I thought I would just, if there's anybody new listening to this, I would just give a disclaimer um, so you just kind of have a little window into my life. But that being said, I'm already having to deal with it. My little 10-month-old. Bless her. Um, that being said, today's podcast subject is getting in your own way. Um, and this is something that I think we all deal with at different times in our lives. Um, you know, a lot of us tend to fall prey of really just listening to our own BS. Um, that's really what it comes down to. That's like the harsh way of putting it. But Really, a lot of times we just get in our own way of our success, um, no matter what it is in our life, whether it's health and fitness, um, our our job, our business, our work, our marriage, um, any kind of self-betterment, betterment, um, we tend to get in our own way. So today I'm going to go over three things um, that really keep us uh, getting in our own way. Uh, and I'm going to just kind of give some feedback on how to possibly combat those things, how to get over them and get around them, um, and just kind of go from there. So we're just we're going to dive right in. But the the first thing that happens when we get in our way and that we need to address and deal with is letting fear control you, letting fear control us. Um, we absolutely get in our own way when we let fear control us, and I can... 100% um, relate to this because actually spent like a good part of 2019 and a good part of 2020 uh, dealing with my own fears. Um, I had some significant like fear issues from life events that happened um, that I developed some really bad habits of like OCD. Um, I developed some phobias and I really spent the last half of 2019 and all of 2020 um, really locked up in my home. And to be honest, it's part of the reason that the gym had to close. Um, but it was just because I was so afraid of these things that it was paralyzing. Like I did not go out of the house. I did not hang out with other people. I, for me, it was like germs and other things. Like I cleaned obsessively. It severely hurt my relationship with my husband um it even bled into my relationship with my children even though they're very young um and I think sometimes we don't even realize that we're letting fear control us and so even if you want to you know back it up and make it as basic as like a health and fitness journey you know a lot of times we're afraid to go to the gym or we're afraid to try something new outside of our routine like I meet a lot of people where 
um, they break the fear of trying something new and they want to work with me and we're going to get started. Um, but they actually end up running into a fear of success. Like they're afraid to succeed because then what? Or they're afraid to succeed because what if they succeed and get where they want to be and then they fail and fall off and go backwards and end up right back where they were. So a lot of times you get in your own way and you end up self-sabotaging by letting that fear control you. Um, and I've seen it time and time and time again where like someone will get started and they'll be doing really great for the first like couple weeks and they'll start to see all this change and things are happening and there's success and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid what happens if I fail. I'm afraid of trying this new thing. I'm afraid of what happens if I meet my goal, if I actually succeed. Or they're so afraid to fail. They're so afraid of failure that they stay stuck where they are. And so one of the things that I worked on for myself in my specific situation and something that I work on with people that I work with is when it comes to your fears controlling you, something that you can do is you can actually, well, something I recommend doing is stop and actually play out the worst case scenario of that fear coming true in your mind. Like, well, what happened? Like, basically, if, then what? If this happens, then what? If I fail, then what? If I succeed, then what? Um, when it comes to anything in life, like, play out, when, you, when you're dealing with a fear, play out the worst case scenario, and then once you've played that out, come up with a plan, right? Like, what's the plan if that happens? Because if there's a plan, if your greatest fear happens, or if the thing if the fear that's controlling you or keeping you from doing something um, really amazing in your own life is happening, if that happens, then what are you going to do? Because the reality is most of our biggest fears don't come true. Thank God, literally thank God. Um, but if they did, would you be prepared? Would you have a plan? Or is it actually that bad? Sometimes if you play out your worst fear, the fear that's, you know, controlling you and keeping you in your own way. Um, sometimes it's actually not that bad. Sometimes you're like, oh, that's, that's, that's not that bad. Or you find out why you're afraid, why that fear is keeping you back, why that fear is controlling you. Sometimes there's a lot of like soul searching and things that you find when you, when you play those things out, come up with plans for them. So the first thing when you're getting in your own way is that we let fear control us. And the way to combat that is to play out the, those fears and come up with a game plan. And that's how you get over it. Um, the next point that I want to jump into, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to talk too long. I'm going to try and keep you guys for like 20 minutes. Nothing crazy. But the next point I want to jump into um, is, you know, when, <laughs> when we're in our own way, um, is to break out of that, you have to be willing to take risks. So point number two is being willing to take risks. And this is how you get get out of your own way. So point number one is you can't let fear control you. Point number two, you have to be willing to take risks. And what I what I mean by that is like calculated risks. Like, right, like we don't want to be stupid. <laughs> you don't want to, you know, it's like it's, you're not going to go jump off of like a hundred foot cliff. Um, if it's really, really dangerous, but you're like, oh, it's a risk. I'm, I gotta be willing to take this risk, even though I have kids and family, like, right? Like there's such thing as calculated risks. And I think what happens is, is taking the risk 
of trying something. Like, just try it. You have to be willing to not let your fear control you in order to take the risks to be successful, right? And I think where that plays into, again, is like, we'll go back to health and fitness, but like, for some people, um, budgeting in a gym membership is a risk. Like, they might run a really tight ship and have a really tight budget, and they're like, hey, it's kind of risky if I pay $30 a month, or if they join a CrossFit gym, $150 a month, like we could be putting that towards something else. But is that a calculated risk? Because you're now pouring into your health and your wellness, and now you're better for your family, your spouse, your children, your coworkers, people around you. Like, what does that calculated risk need to be? Is that calculated risk um, reaching out to nutritionists? Like, you know, that for some people that doesn't sound risky, but for some people it is. Um, and you have to be willing to do those things in order to not get in your own way. Because as soon as it sounds, even when it comes to working out, like there's always a risk, right? Like I could be running on the street and roll my ankle and have to have surgery. Like that's technically a risk, but it's like risk versus reward. Again, I'm going to be getting better health and fitness wise making myself better, pouring into my family, my children, etc. So you have to be willing to sit down and take risks and be calculated with it. And, you know, it sounds silly, but sometimes the risk is as big as just putting yourself out there. Um, trying something. Like maybe it's a job you want to interview for. And you're like, ooh, that's risky. Like, it's risky. If I get the job, we'd have to move and blah, blah, blah. And you go down these rabbit holes, right? Um, but you'll never know if you don't try. I think, again, it ties into letting our fears control us. We can't let our fears control us because we're so afraid to take that risk of what actually might happen that we never try. And to be honest, most things in that realm of taking risks, you can control and you can take back to some extent. You know, maybe the risk is applying for that job. You apply for that job, you don't get it. Okay, now what? Because you already addressed your fear of failing, your your job interview, if you will, applying for that job. And so now you know what the next step is, what the game plan is. Now you know how to move forward. Now you know how to proceed and where to go. And I think, again, that's why step number one is that we can't let our fears control us. We're going to address them. And then once we do... We have to be willing to take a risk. So now that the fears are addressed, we're going to step forward. We're going to take that risk. And again, maybe that risk is just being super open and honest and vulnerable and like reaching out for help. Um, you know, in my realm where I coach people uh, that are overweight, like it's not just like a look or a number on the scale or I don't know, a, a certain body composition. It's complete and total health and wellness, mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, and for some people spiritually, and maybe it's just reaching out and being vulnerable and being like, Hey, I'm going to risk maybe being hurt because I've been hurt in the past, right? That's a fear, but I'm going to risk telling this person where I'm coming from and what I need and reach out so that there's a chance that they can help me be better. So maybe the risk is just reaching out to somebody, opening up, telling people what you need to tell and just going for it. So that's, that's point number two, is that you have to be willing to take risks. And the point number three is honestly the one I'm going to spend the most amount of time on um, because I think 
for me, this was one of the biggest things that totally changed my life in the means of getting, (laughs) sorry, that's my daughter, in means of getting in my own way. And point number three is that we can't have a victim mentality or a victim mindset. So point number one is we can't let our fears control us. Point number two, we have to be willing to take risks. And point number three is that we cannot have a victim mindset. We can't. Um, And I'm going to kind of define what a victim mindset is, and then I'm going to dive into this a little bit. Um, But a victim mindset is an unwillingness to accept personal accountability and responsibility for things that happen to you. Um, I'm going to repeat that because I think that's really powerful because I, this was 100% me in like the darkest places of my life. So someone that has a victim mindset or a victim mentality is someone that has an unwillingness to accept personal accountability and responsibility for things that happen to you. Um, so here's what happens. What happens is people tend to make excuses or we place blame on other people for the problems or circumstances in our life. And that is having a victim mindset. So the problem comes in, in in having a victim mindset. This is the biggest reason we get in our own way. Like this is why I put it for number three, because to me, it's the biggest reason we stand in our own way. Because here's what happens. If you have a victim mindset, and you make excuses or place blame on other people for your problems or your circumstances in life, then those problems and circumstances, no matter what they are, will never change. Period. End of story. And here's here's why they will never change. Because we can't control other people. Period. End of story. You can't control other people in your life. So if all of your problems... And all of your bad life circumstances are because of other people. They're never going to change because we can't control those people. So you're always going to have bad circumstances and problems in your life if that's your mentality. And I was there. I was there for a year and a half where everything was everybody else's fault. If he would just do this, if she would just do that, or, or, oh, I made excuses. This happened, that happened. There was zero personal accountability and responsibility on my part for what I was dealing with and what I was going through. And I like, I quickly spiraled downhill and just working with people, just working with people. Um, it's one of, it's actually, it's, it's the thing that I hear the absolute most from people. Um, when I'm like, Hey, like, why didn't we hit our nutrition this week? Well, my wife, she took me out to eat and, you know, she got me dessert and she did this and she did that. So that's placing blame on somebody else. Hey, why didn't we work out today? Well, I slept in and I had to work late and I just felt tired and it's been a long week. Those are excuses. If those were actual valid reasons for why that person didn't hit their nutrition and didn't get their workout in, then it would never change. They would never be able to get their nutrition because someone else is feeding them. They would never be able to do their workouts because there's always going to be an excuse. There's always going to be a reason 
why they can't do it. And that means that they will never be successful. <laughs> and I run into, you know, I run into that so much. And guys, this literally applies to everything in life. Like I said, like the things that I dealt with didn't have anything to do with health and fitness, but the realm that I work in is health and fitness. And having a victim mindset, it doesn't get you anywhere. It literally has you spinning in circles over and over again. And there's a couple ways to get out of a victim mindset. Um, and it just kind of depends on your personality and who you are, to be honest. Like for me, um, you know, I grew up playing sports and I highly valued my coaches and their opinion. And there's some mentors in my life that are just invaluable to me. And I remember um, I sat down one day and had a conversation um, with a mentor of mine and my husband was there and the mentor basically just called me out on my BS and was like, uh, no, like that's your fault. That's, it's your fault. You're behaving this way and you're choosing to act this way and you're choosing to do these things. And at first, uh, I was a little hurt because I was like, how dare you? Like, you don't understand me. You don't understand my life. You, you don't live my life. You don't know where I come from. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Like, that's what I was thinking in my head. But then I sat there for a minute and I was like, if what this person is saying is true and it is all my fault, then I have all the power to change it. And that was a moment for me that was so empowering because that meant that I ultimately had control because I can't control other people, but I can control myself. So that was huge. So if you're one of those people and you just need someone to call you out on it, find someone you trust, find someone you love, find someone you respect and have that conversation with them. Ask them to be honest with you, be frank with you and be willing to be open and listen and receive it because it's it's not going to feel good. It doesn't feel good when you feel blamed for something that's been the biggest struggle of your life, right? But for some people, that works. That's the trigger. The second thing is to just do a self-assessment. Like if you're a pretty good self-motivated person, you need to sit down and realize like you're accountable and you're responsible for how you act and behave, period. End of discussion. Like you have to take extreme ownership for your life and what you do in it. Now, granted, I'm not saying I'm perfect or any of us are perfect. Because I know for me, especially with kids, I have days where I'm like, they're driving me crazy and they make me so mad and I'm so blah, blah, blah. And if my toddler would just do this and if he would just do that and, blah, 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 and I'm blaming him for me now acting like a toddler. Right. And so we've all been there. But if you really, really sit down and look at it. You have control over your actions. You might not always have control of your circumstances. But I was reading a book, it's an incredible book, I'll probably reference it multiple times, but it's called Win the Day by Mark Batterson. And something he talks about is that you have responsible, like sometimes people are responsible for things and you need to be responsible for your actions. But what you are, what comes with that responsibility is being response-able. Meaning I am able to respond to things that may be out of my control in a positive manner. So I'm responsible for being response able. And again, 
like none of us are perfect. And I find myself falling prey to the victim mindset still. This is something that I work on daily. Um, but if you can get a grasp on a concept of having extreme ownership for everything that you do in your life, your life will change. I can promise you it will change. Another amazing book is Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. And guys, that book is just phenomenal. Those are two books that if you're struggling in this department, I highly recommend reading. But guys, you, you either need to be able to do a self-assessment and seriously make some changes, or you need to go someone and say, hey, I need to talk to you about this problem that I'm having. And then you should be honest with me and I'm willing to receive it. And make sure that you're wise with who you go to because you don't want someone to just make you feel like a piece of crap for the things that you're dealing with. But you also need someone who's going to be brave enough to be like, yeah, that's your fault. Like, you need to deal with this. You need to step up. You can do this, right? There's a you can. Like, it's that encouragement. It's that honest encouragement, right? And, man, I mean, guys, if you can get a hold of this concept, it will, it absolutely will change your life. Um, because again, we're not always in control of the situations that we're dealt. We're not in control of other people. We cannot control how other people behave or treat us or react, but we can control our actions. And I'm going to say it again. You're responsible for being response able. You are able to respond in a different manner. So let's just bring it back again to health and fitness. And let's talk about that client who went out and his wife bottom food and bottom dessert and did all of this. He could have been responsible, response able and said, hey honey, I'm trying really hard to stick to my nutrition plan so that I can be a better husband for you. So I can be a better father for our children. So that I'm here and able to play with them when I'm 80. I can play with our grandkids. I can go and run with them. And while it means so much to me that you bought this dinner for me or that you're taking me out to dinner, can you help me stick to my diet so that I can be a better husband for you. If if we're going to get dessert, can we get this one instead so that I can stick to this plan to be a better father for our children? And I'm going to tell you right now, if you respond that way, there's not going to be an argument. If my husband came to me and said that, I wouldn't be like, "Well, oh my gosh, I can't believe you. You don't want to you don't want to go out to eat with me and you don't want you don't want let me buy dessert and blah 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 blah." Like, no. I would be like, yes, babe, that means so much that you're trying to be better for me and our children. And how, how else can I help you? What else can I do for you? Right? Like, that's how your response able. Going back to the working out situation, say with that same client, you got behind on work and you've had a long week and you're just tired and you don't want to deal with anything. There's one more thing you had to do. Okay, well, how about you respond with, I worked late, I'm tired, I had a long week. So instead of doing this 30 minute workout, I'm gonna do this 10 minute workout and I'm gonna go as hard as I can. That's how you become responsible. That's how you respond to things in your life that are hard 
and that we would normally respond in a victim mentality and you turn it around. And it's not easy. I'm still not the best at it. Like I said, this is something that I'm working on every day in so many areas of my life. But it's something that has to be worked on. It's something that has to be done in order to get out of your own way. Because if you do not get rid of that victim mindset, that victim mentality, you're just going to stand in your own way. You're going to be your own obstacle and it's never going to move. Because until you can say, I'm the problem, I'm taking responsibility and accountability for my actions, for my behavior, for everything that I do in my life, you're always going to stand in your own way. And that's all it comes down to is you getting to a place where you're able to take responsibility, you're able to assess yourself, and you're ready to make a change. That's how you get out of your own way. So I'm just going to kind of back up and recap these three points real fast. But the first point for getting out of your own way is to not let fear control you. You cannot let fear control you because that fear will hold you down and you will constantly be in your own way because you'll say, I'm too afraid. I'm too scared. I can't do it. So you're standing in your own way. The second way is you have to be willing to take risks because if you're not willing to take that risk, then you're literally putting a stop sign in front of you. You're putting a stop sign in front of yourself because you're not willing to step forward into taking that wise, calculated risk. Don't misuse what I'm saying here. Using that wise, calculated risk, running it through the people in your lives that matter, and moving forward in that direction. And the third point, third thing that will absolutely keep you in your way unless you deal with it is that you have to not have a victim mindset. You cannot or you will not get anywhere. So don't let your fear control you. Be willing to take risks and don't have a victim mindset. Those are the three things you have to do to get out of your own way. So I hope that they help. I hope that you're able to listen to this and take some time and put some of these things into action. Um, because for me, these things seriously changed my life, turned my life around. There's obviously there's other factors. Um, there's people in my life that helped me, but these three points were life changing. Um, so that being said, if you have any questions, you can always leave it in the comments and I will get back to you. Um, or, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a comment section. You leave in the comments and I'll get back to you. But I hope that this helps. I hope that this just really gives you some self-assessment to be a better person. That's what I care about. I want you to be, again, a better person physically, yeah. mentally, emotionally. And if it helps you spiritually as well, like that's that's my that's the desire of my heart. So I'm going to leave you with this. I've actually talked a little bit longer than I planned today, but I hope that you guys are having a great day, whether you're listening to this in the morning, in the evening, whatever you're doing, be safe, take care, and go crush your day.